Hey, hey, morning everyone. Oh, it's RBT. RBT. RBT, RBT, RBT. Morning. It's not a nice day today. Well, the weather's not nice, I mean. It's another day. Where well, the Lord's mercies are new this morning. Happy Friday, Katie Dowell. Yeah. Morning, Mavs. Hi, Naomi Webster. Are you back from holiday? If so, I hope you had a lovely time. If you're still there, hoping it's going well. Mm. A little bit parched this morning. Oh. Just going to tag two people. Morning, Sarah Edwards. Hope you're having a nice time too. Ah, oh, here we are. So, it's Daniel's had the four. Um, Sam will be with you next week. Finishing off Daniel. And after next week then is preparation time for our RBT sharing groups. So, um, keep, uh, keep an eye out of how that's going to look. At this moment, we're thinking that we'll do it the same as last month. So some in person and then some online. But that may change. I don't know. Um, so keep an eye out for that. Morning, Sue. Nice to see you. Well, I just got to find Daniel chapter four. Daniel's a great read, isn't it? Love it. Love it, love it, love it. Ooh la la. Here we are. Cha la la. That's what she says, isn't it? Okay, Daniel chapter four. Um, so do you remember yesterday? Um, uh, after Nebuchadnezzar had the dream of the statue, gold head and different metals going down, he then built... A statue of himself out of gold. <laughs> he set it up and then required everyone to bow down to it. But Meshach, Shadrach and Abednego did not. And so they were summoned before the king. And then given another opportunity to fall in line and to obey. And to worship him. <laughs> uh, but they did not and got thrown into the furnace. And then Nebuchadnezzar literally jumps out of his seat. Because... There is one, like the son of the gods, <laughs> with them in the fire. Then they get promoted and decrees are made about their god and that sort of thing. So chapter 4, King Nebuchadnezzar, to the peoples, nations, men of every language who live in all the world, may you prosper greatly. It is my pleasure to tell you about the miraculous signs and wonders that the Most High God has performed for me. 
How great are his signs, how mighty his wonders. His kingdom is an eternal kingdom. His dominion endures from generation to generation. I, Nebuchadnezzar, was at home in my palace, contented and prosperous. I had a dream that made me afraid. As I was lying in my bed, the images and visions that passed through my mind terrified me. So I commanded that all the wise men of Babylon be brought before me to interpret the dream for me. When the magicians, enchanters, astrologers and diviners came, I told them the dream, but they could not interpret it for me. Finally, Daniel came into my presence and I told him the dream. He is called Belteshazzar, after the name of my God, and the spirit of the holy gods is in him. I said, Belteshazzar, chief of the magicians, I know that the spirit of the holy gods is in you, and no mystery is too difficult for you. Here is my dream. Interpret it for me. These are the visions I saw while lying in my bed. I looked and there before me stood a tree in the middle of the land. Its height was enormous. The tree grew large and strong and its top touched the sky. It was visible to the ends of the earth. Its leaves were beautiful, its fruit abundant and on it was food for all. Under it the beasts of the field found shelter and the birds of the air lived in its branches. From it every creature was fed. In the visions I saw while lying in my bed, I looked, and there before me was a messenger, a holy one, coming down from heaven. He called in a loud voice, Cut down the tree and trim off its branches. Strip off its leaves and scatter its fruit. Let the animals flee from under it and the birds from its branches. But let the stump and its roots, bound with iron and bronze, remain in the ground, in the grass of the field. Let him be drenched with the dew of heaven, and let him live with the animals among the plants of the earth. Let his mind be changed from that of a man, and let him be given the mind of an animal, till seven times passed, passed by for him. The decision is announced by messengers. The holy ones declare the verdict, so the living may know that the Most High is sovereign over the kingdoms of men and gives them to anyone he wishes, and sets over them the lowliest of men. This is the dream that I, King Nebuchadnezzar, had. Now Belteshazzar told me what it means, for none of the wise men in my kingdom can interpret it for me, but you can because the spirit of the holy gods is in you. Then Daniel, also called Belteshazzar, was greatly perplexed for a time, and his thoughts terrified him. So the king said, Belteshazzar, do not let the dream or its meaning alarm you. Belteshazzar answered, My lord, if only the dream applied to your enemies and its meaning to your adversaries. The tree you saw, which grew large and strong, with its top touching the sky, visible to the whole earth, with beautiful leaves and abundant fruit, providing food for all, giving shelter to the beasts of the field and having nesting places in its branches for the birds of the air. You, O king, are that tree. You have become great and strong. Your greatness has grown until it reaches the sky, and your dominion extends to distant parts of the earth. You, O king, saw a messenger, a holy one, coming down from heaven and saying, Cut down the tree and destroy it, but leave the stump, bound with iron and bronze, in the grass of the field, while its roots remain in the ground. 
Let him be drenched with the dew of heaven. Let him live like the wild animals until seven times pass by for him. This is the interpretation, O king. And this is the decree the Most High has issued against my lord, the king. You will be driven away from, from people and will live with the wild animals. You will eat grass like cattle and be drenched with the dew of heaven. Seven times will pass by for you until, until you acknowledge that the Most High is sovereign over the kingdoms of men and gives them to anyone he wishes. The command to leave the stump of the tree with its roots means that your kingdom will be restored to you when you acknowledge that heaven rules. Therefore, O king, be pleased to accept my advice. Renounce your sins by doing what is right, and your wickedness by being kind to the oppressed. It may be that in your prosperity, maybe then your prosperity will continue. All this happened to King Nebuchadnezzar. Twelve months later, as the king was walking on the roof of his royal palace of Babylon, he said, is not this the great Babylon I have built as the royal residence, by my mighty power and for the glory of my majesty? The, the words were still on his lips when a voice came from heaven. This is what is decreed for you, King Nebuchadnezzar. Your royal authority has been taken from you. You will be driven away from people and will live with the wild animals. You will eat grass like cattle. Seven times will pass by for you until you acknowledge that the Most High is sovereign over the kingdoms of men and gives them to anyone he wishes. Immediately, what had been said about Nebuchadnezzar was fulfilled. He was driven away from people and ate grass like cattle. His body was drenched with the dew of heaven until his hair grew like the feathers of an eagle and his nails like the claws of a bird. At the end of that time, I, Nebuchadnezzar, raised my eyes towards heaven, and my sanity was restored. Then I praised the Most High. I honoured and glorified him who lives forever. His dominion is an eternal dominion. His kingdom endures from generation to generation. All the peoples of the earth are regarded as nothing. He does as he pleases with the powers of heaven and the peoples of the earth. No one can hold back his hand or say to him, What have you done? At this time, at the, time, at the same time, that my sanity was restored. My honour and splendour were returned to me for the glory of my kingdom. My advisers and nobles sought me out, and I was restored to my throne and became even greater than before. Now I, Nebuchadnezzar, praise and exalt and glorify the King of Heaven, because everything he does is right, and all his ways are just. All those who walk in pride, he is able to humble. Oh, man, what an incredible testimony, isn't it? That's what it is, isn't it? It's his testimony. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. That's just class, isn't it? Yeah. So you see with Nebuchadnezzar that, oh, the pride and uh, the arrogance, the self-exaltation, the self-glorification, um, the selfish ambition. Um, he wants to be great. And you, you see that, and it was at that moment, wasn't it, when he uttered those words that then... Um, yeah, he loses his mind. Yeah. Now, the, the application is not just to go for, like, it's not to go, like, oh, people who lose their minds, is that what happened? No, it's about every everyday people. It's about you and me. When we have an attitude like that of, oh, exalting ourselves and pride and arrogance, um, we, we're not thinking right. <laughs> and we cannot think right. We cannot, therefore, 
live right. Our, our whole perspective is, is skewed. And this is what sin does. Sin affects how we see. It affects how we think. Um, so this is about us. This is that we become beasts. And sometimes, do you ever, ever, ever have that thought about yourself? Like that you think certain things about somebody else that it's, it's really, you think like, where, where, where is the, the made in the image of God stuff gone, you know? Um, and we, we think just purely like beasts. I'm going to just get what I want from that person, that person, and all the circumstances. Just get what I want. Yeah, satisfy my need. Yeah, so it's about us. This is when we, when that's how we live our life. It's, yeah, solitary, uh, solitary, uh, solitariness. I don't know. Uh, being on your own is like that's what you seek out. So and and, and people just can't be done with it, right? Um, yeah, people. We don't. We don't like people like that. <laughs> yeah, that's what is exalted in that, our world, isn't it? Um, so, but then as soon as he has this perspective of he raises his head, some of the unclean animals in Leviticus are those whose faces are down like the pigs, you know, with a snout in the ground, uh, that they look down and it's about here and it's about what me and this, this moment and all that sort of stuff. But as soon as he raises his eyes to heaven and he acknowledges that heaven rules, that Jesus is king, um, that then can change everything, isn't it? Um, yeah, so think about that today. I love how it ends, isn't it? That, and those who walk in pride, he is able to humble. That's just that's, that's so encouraging. That is, where if you look at your own stubbornness of your own heart and the pride of your own heart, and you just think how how what will turn me and what will turn others from this path, um, yet that is so hopeful, isn't it? He is able to humble those who are proud. Uh, he is able. He's able to do it. No one else can do it. Uh, he is able to do it. Great, isn't it? Have a great day today. Happy Friday. Um, enjoy today. Um, and we look forward, don't we, to the Lord's Day on Sunday. God bless you. Take care and I'll see you soon. Bye now.